if you do not have the money, that is why you should find it because you're just going to continue to always be in a place where you don't have enough to do the things that you want to do. and welcome back to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Burgio, and I'm super excited to bring you my friend today who is um, somebody that I met through the mastermind. You guys hear me talk about this mastermind all the time and you're like, wah, 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 mastermind. But this is an example of a relationship that could be created or that was created out of both of us taking a chance on ourselves, investing big, and um, now we have this beautiful friendship and we're, we're running parallel in our lives, creating these new businesses. And it's just really awesome to be able to have like a sounding board and a person that even though we're not like the bestie, best girlfriends yet, we like know each other. And if we needed anything, we could definitely reach out. So I'm super excited to bring you Anita. She is the makeup mentor and she is, you know, honestly, you've morphed into the money mindset coach, which I'm obsessed with because who doesn't want to be all things money. And we are both in the beauty industry. She is, uh, has a stronger background in makeup and she, she literally has taken something and grown it to this amazing thing. So welcome. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for the introduction. I love hearing all the things that you see in me. So I, I think that's an exercise that I do a lot is like when you are introducing something and you're pointing out the things that you really, really like acknowledge about somebody else you're actually, it's because it's in you. Mm-hmm. And when you start hanging out with that person more, you're like, holy crap. Like, I guess I had this in me the whole time. And I love how you talk about the mastermind because that's, that's all it is. It's just getting around people who have the things that you have deep inside you and then actually bringing them out. hundred percent. And that could not be further from the truth. And we're going to dive into all of that and how you and I both have probably worked through that little bit of imposter syndrome versus like what we see in our clients and how we work through blocks with them. Um, so you're the money mindset coach for the makeup industry. I mean, really for the beauty industry, let's be honest, because it's really for anybody trying to manifest more in their life. Like what you speak about pertains to any and everybody, but your niche is the makeup world, the beauty industry. And, um, How can you just like take us back a little bit how you got into makeup? I know that you were in the military for about what was it, six years? You said, Yep, just got out, just got out. So, yay, she did her time. And I, 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 I love any woman who is like down for like putting the fucking work in and then turning around, figuring out you can create something out of nothing. And you've really done that. And what, and me being able to watch your journey through getting introduced to you through the mastermind and to seeing where you are now is incredible. So take us back through the journey. I don't even know where you want to start. I feel like there's so much we could talk about and we're beauty people. So like we literally could probably talk for three or four hours. So let's just see what flows and like keep the people entertained and just share, share how you got to where you're at. Yay. I love storytelling uh, (laughs) and giving background, like information of where somebody started, because honestly, the reason why I took so many intuitive nudges and like leaps of faith is because I've heard somebody else's story. So um, I just want to paint a picture of like where I was like before I started doing makeup. That's really important like um, to me to bring out because I was always that friend that had like a million jobs. And I feel like a lot of people could just think of one person right now and it's like, oh, what are you doing now, Anita? 
that was always me. I'm not lying. And I think a lot of people can see someone like that and just think that they're, oh, they're, they don't know what they're doing with their life and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, now knowing like how much I connected with other people with that same kind of like story of how they did everything. It's just that that people like that are going to be very, very successful. And so when people talk down and say like, oh, you know, making us think that we don't know, you know, what we're doing. It's, it's really funny how everything plays out in the long run and watching their stories again, how they go. So um, again, yeah, I was that friend that was always a hustle, the grind, like working five different jobs. I swear to you, I've had every single side job that you could ever possibly think of. <laughs> I used to work with this uh, Mexican guy, Carlos, who paint houses, and then I'd be serving, and then I'd be like, you know, tapping into like, um, like office jobs, just like everything. So before I started doing makeup, um, I was going to school just, you know, I went to, I joined the military because I wanted to pay for school because this is, you know, what our family tells us, join the military, they'll pay for your school and then you can get a good education and then you can get a good job. And I was going to school for about 10 minutes <laughs> and I was like, I just had a mental breakdown. That was probably like the first time I've ever had like a breakdown like that. I was doing really good. And I was just like, I don't know why I'm crying. I don't know why I'm frustrated. And that's kind of when I took a break from going to school. And I just took some time to really think. And now I know that this is called realigning <laughs> with your goals. And I was like, I was, it was around October. And my friend was like, hey, will you, um, you know, do that skull thing that you did for your face on my face? And I was like, sure. Like, I've always been very, very artistic. I was going to school for um, graphic design, art, video, that kind of stuff. And so for me, it was really, really fun. And I was like, sure. And I did, I did his makeup. And he was like, um, and then somebody else seen that. And they're like, hey, will you do mine? I'll give you $20. And I said, $20? Somebody's going to pay me for this? And that hustle mentality kicks in of like, cool. How can I make money? Like, you know doing this because this is really fun like it never clicked until that moment and then that's when I manifested my school because obviously I didn't know that there was schools just for makeup like all I knew was cosmetology and I didn't want to do hair at all like I'm still at the point where I'm like eh, I'd rather pay someone else to do your hair because it's not my niche and so I ended up finding a school in Virginia Beach, where I was at, and it was 20 miles from me. It was like starting around the exact same time, like completely manifested. So I joined the school. I um, interned at the school, like helping them with like weddings and stuff. And then I actually started um I started working for the school afterwards. So I was doing jobs for them. I was going to the school and like helping other, um, helping other makeup artists and all this stuff. But like the, the, the huge part of this story is that like while I was taking the classes and I was going to school and interning, I had four other jobs. <laughs> so I was working my office job, which I hated. My boss was so sexist, like horrible. 
And then I was doing lift Postmates any time like I would get done with school, I would literally have this longest day ever and then go do postmates and then I would bartend on the weekends. And any other time I would do makeup if I had stuff scheduled. So that's like a little bit of a history of like where my journey really started. And that's exactly when I started to tap into like self-development and learn more about like business. Wow, that's quite the story. For sure. I feel like a lot of people can relate to having multiple jobs just just to get by till you figure it out. I'm going to do these things until like I figure out what it is I'm going to do. And I didn't even I didn't even realize like this industry was a career. My girlfriend um, in high school was like, hey, there's this program we can sign up for for free um, beauty school if we sign up like our junior year. So I got lucky enough to like get shoved into something I didn't realize what I was saying yes to. And that's how I stumbled upon it. But even when I got into it, I didn't even realize it was a career that you could like make good money. in. so that was 20 years ago. And I was like, you too, like odds and ends jobs, waitressing, surf camp instructor, like you name it. Um, so explain to it, like, how do you think your life started to change once you tapped into the personal development side of things? Once you started realizing, Hey, if I put this out into the world manifesting that things will start to happen once you are clear on what you want. Yeah, um, I like to point out the fact that I was finally at a point where I was willing to learn from other people. And that is so key because honestly, there were people trying to help me the whole entire time. And if you are not open and ready to receive that information, it's going to sound so offensive. You're going to be like, ugh. I'm doing my own thing. They're trying to persuade me, blah, 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 blah. And it wasn't until like I got to this point where I was just so fed up with where I was at. Like my sister had been gone the whole entire time. I was, you know, doing the four jobs and going to school for makeup because she was on deployment. And it was just like, I wanted to have all these goals and like pay off all this debt and do all this stuff. And when she got back, nothing nothing changed. You know, I made a lot of money, a lot, and I had nothing to show for it. And I was finally at the point of like, what am I doing wrong? Right? Where, where, how, where, like, how am I still exactly where I am like a year ago, you know? Yeah. And so I, my sister actually was listening to an audible while she was on the boat. And she was like, Anita, you need to hear this story. And at the time I didn't listen to any, I didn't read that much. I didn't listen to audibles. I didn't like maybe videos every now and then, but it was like nothing like I would like look it up, but she shared this audible with me, uh, with the book, how to be a badass at making money by Jen Sincero. Do you know that book? Yep. Yes. I love everybody. Like everybody who like is on the same path and he knows that book, right? The badass herself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But long story short, there was a, uh, a story in there about a girl and in the book, they changed the names in the book. Her name was Anita. I forgot. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. Isn't it crazy? And then she wanted to, um, quit her office job, which I had an office job that I hated and start doing what she wanted to do full time. But she didn't feel comfortable doing this unless she paid off $60,000 worth of debt. 
So in the book, she's talking about how she like visualizes the number, kind of talks about the manifesting or whatever. And it's like, oh, I repeated it, that it was coming to me. I felt like it was already here and nothing happened. (laughs) And she was like, I was just about to give up. But then I was laying down in my bed and I remembered out of nowhere, which I know now is called a download, that her grandfather or something gave her a stock when she was like in high school. And so she goes into her closet and looks for this paper, you know, paper. And it's like the first thing that she pulls out of her closet and it's sitting right on top. And she called the people the next day and the number that she needed to manifest was $60,000. And when the lady called her back the next morning, she was like, yeah, the stock sold for $60,000 to the T. And I was like, what? I was just so moved. Like it literally made me like cry because I was like, what? It just, for some reason, that very moment, every single thing clicked for me. And I was like, this is what I need to learn. This is where like, I just became so obsessed. And I started listening. I listened to the whole entire book. I think twice, like on Audible, I started listening, trying to find more inspirational videos. And that's when I found out about podcasts. I had no idea about podcasts. And that's where like the shift really started happening. And I started, I actually um, got my first mentor and like all of these things. Like it was just crazy. That's amazing. What a great story. Oh my God. Sometimes that's all it takes. And that's why, that's why I feel like people like you and I who have learned from people that have gone before us doing the same sort of work we're doing. Um, that is why like you can hear the same information. You can hear the same advice, whatever you want to call it. You just have to be in a different place. And sometimes it has to come from an unknown source. Like it's like when your mom's talking, it's like, wah, wah, wah. you knew this, you knew that, you know, but all along they've been telling you X, Y, Z. Right. So sometimes it takes like you reading that book that you didn't really want to read, or you listening to that story that you didn't really want to listen to, or looking for the answers when you're not really ready. Like, because it can just take like that book changed your whole trajectory of your life and look where you are now. So you've done a lot of work to get where you are now, but it sometimes it took that book to tr- to turn the switch on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like the the work is listening <laughs> to all of the podcasts and get going on every free webinar and all that kind of stuff because I all I did was just change where my energy was going. I wasn't picking up an extra show. You just, just changed like that's a massive <laughs> thing though. We got to give like a moment for that because. People don't always understand if you stay in the busy, like I was you too. Like if you stay in the busy where you're always running from thing to thing, like I love, you know, Jim Quick told Chris this one time, you know, you got to leave room for the magic. If you're constantly head down doing all the things, like you don't have time. I don't have time to read that book. I don't have time to go to that webinar. I don't have time for this podcast shit. Like I don't have time to learn that I'm busy, but it's until you get to the point of the pain where you're like, I'm not like, something's got to change. You kind of bring your head up from the busyness and you're like, what? I'm in the same place I was two, three years ago. And I got to look at myself. It's not my surrounding. No, that thing's happening to me. There's something I'm doing. That's creating this. There's something I'm or not doing to bring all this into my life. So once you started thinking like that, and once you started discovering podcasts, what was your next shift into like, joining something like was there an in-between you listening to podcasts reading that book and then finding the mastermind that we were both in 
Yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, the first really step was, is that I actually joined a network marketing, which I had been part of network marketing before, but I think that was just a little introduction of like having a mentor and that kind of stuff is exactly what I needed for, um, that specific time. So like, I like pointing that out because that was a huge part of my story. And a lot of people can think of network marketing in like certain ways. And they're like, Oh, that's a pyramid scheme, blah, blah, blah. And if you think of it that way, it means you have a lack of mindset because people who are millionaires know how powerful that strategy is. Even though it's no longer part of my story, I'm no longer aligned with it. I will always, always, always respect it and know how powerful that business strategy is because I'm still doing that strategy that they teach. I'm just doing it in a more uh, updated way. Um, So that was kind of like one little shift, but like, my own journey, um, I just became more obsessed with like law of attraction. I didn't know what it was. Like I didn't get manifesting. I didn't get like all of that stuff. So I started listening to the manifestation babe. And I know somebody's listening to this right now or hearing this right now. And they're like, oh my gosh, I just heard about her. Or I just, um, I just started listening to her and I will always always, always be so connected with her. Every single thing that I've learned about the mindset money is because of her podcast. And then uh, just breaking down what law of attraction is, which is just the like attracts like. So whatever frequency you're putting out is what you're going to get back. So yeah. And it's funny because like I started learning about this and I'm like, well, how come everybody thinks I'm crazy or whatever when I'm saying stuff like this? And like, it wasn't until I got around very, very successful people that it started making sense that why they were successful because they knew about it too. And it wasn't crazy to them. They were implementing it. And that's when I took my first, um, it took me a little bit of time to, to do my first course. Again, you have to put yourself back in that position of like, um, you know, I, like people will say, oh, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. And I wasn't like when I first thought about joining her, my first course, like ever, I was like, eh, like, I like all the free stuff. I was getting a lot of results and I was like, nah, I'll just wait because I'm moving and blah, blah, blah. Like life's getting in the way. Right. And so long story short, um, I was moving. I was actually really struggling because I still wasn't making money. <laughs> I wasn't implementing the things that she was teaching. Um, making a lot of fear-based decisions. And so I, I skipped it. I was like, maybe not this time, not, not now. And then there was an earthquake moment where my grandma passed away in Nebraska. And mind you, I'm in Virginia. So I'm in Virginia and like, I'm already moving. I'm stressed out because I don't have any money, blah, blah, blah. And long story short, my, my grandmother and I, we've already had peace. Like I don't have any like problem with that part, but it was more of like just being there for my mom and my family, because like, it was just this ongoing, like stress of like, we know she's sick. We just don't know when she's going. And so when it finally happened, everybody was kind of like, oh, well, it's okay if you don't come and, you know, all of these kind of things. And I honestly, I didn't have the money to go at all. Like I was like, I could have made it happen, right? I could have made it happen, but I didn't have the money to go. And so when they said it was okay that I don't go, I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And then when the actual day came, I just got destroyed. I was like, I should be there for my mom. Like, it's like, yeah, yes, respect for my grandma, but it was also like, 
um, you know, that just this is a time to be with family and not be with myself. And that, that's kind of where I have that another earthquake moment of, okay, like, okay, I can't afford to be in this position where I can't book a flight home, which is like maybe $200, $300 and go see my family when it's needed. So that's why I'm really big on like teaching people, like it's okay to have money, right? It's okay to be at that status. Yes. Oh my God. What? And sometimes that's what it takes, like a, a tragic situation for you to be like, I should, I could have made a different decision. I could have been there. This could have had a totally different outcome. Like Chris talked about that when their dog passed away and them having a sick animal. Like if you don't have kids uh, or even if you do have kids, like I've watched this happen with my friends that have had kids where their son or daughter had to be in the hospital overnight for one fucking night and it cost them $10,000. It's like, that. that's not something you choose. You just go into debt. And I mean, my girlfriend that ended up having to move, like that changed the whole trajectory of her life. She like almost gave up on living in San Diego. She, she made up this whole story about how it's too expensive here. We can never buy a house. We can't run our businesses. So we need to move. And, and I don't like San Diego anyways. And I'm like, yeah, know, right? we just made that up. Like make yourself feel better about moving and giving up on what could have been something else. Now, maybe she loves where she moved, but I don't think, I think the premise was she couldn't figure out how to make shit work here. So people think sometimes moving or changing or like changing your environment is going to create something else. Like you could have easily been like, well, I'll just get a different job and then I'll make more money and then I'll have better options and then I'll be able to do things like that. But those really are just excuses that we make to make ourselves feel better because we're not showing up as big as we can. Like what a story. So we've gotten through your grandmother's passing and then what, what made you like then finally be like, I'm fucking investing. I'm taking the step. I don't care if I have to go into debt. Like how did you then decide that it was time for you to like invest in yourself? Uh, so it's pretty much when I just turned into leaf when I was moving over here to, um, to San Diego. So I was in the transition, like I was packing up state to state, um, all of the stuff and, Actually, I was trying to manifest or two thousand dollars to move to San Diego. Okay. And when that money manifested, the opportunity came up, and it was literally the exact. No, it was more than two thousand dollars. I think it was like maybe twenty two hundred, and it was like perfectly within the timeline that I wanted. And I was just like, oh. I just, I was just so like in disbelief that I was like, this stuff worked. And the, the thing, and not that it doesn't work, but it was like, you know, will it work for me was where I was at. And when it worked for me, I was like, oh my God, how do I do this? Like all of the time. Right. And so like, and that's exactly what her messaging was like, do you want to learn how to do this on autopilot? And I was like, yes. I was like, okay. And I made a decision uh, of like moving here. It's like, I do not care what I have to do, what I have to spend. I just cannot afford to like hold myself back anymore and be in this position. And so making that decision is so key because I'm telling you guys, once I made that decision, that's when everything changed. And I, I preach that so much with my coaching. It's like, you just have to make the decision and everything will work in your favor. Yes, there'll be diversity, but things will just show up where you're like, wow, this is exactly what I was looking for. And often it will come in the form of not the way you had hoped or thought it was. So like the releasing expectations on how things will show up and come to you, because I don't know about you, but everything that I've put out there has happened 
but in the most unexpected way. Like I remember after the mastermind people being like, Oh, so did you make your money back after the math? Like, like your return on investment. And I was like, well, no, I guess I didn't like then turn around and make that exact dollar back as I'd seen some of the people in the program do, but it came to me and it's still coming in like hordes right now uh, in other ways that I'm manifesting chunks and clients and people and opportunities that have tenfold what I invested in two years ago. So like you have to be able to release expectation on, and there's something you said earlier that's so key too, is like once you decided, and that's what like I talk about in my program too, is when you don't decide, that's also a decision. You to not make a decision and to not be responsible. Um, there are, that's, there's no right or wrong to some questions and some answers. There's no right or wrong way to manifest, but there is a wrong way to not even try to do it. You're making a decision to not participate in that part of your life. Um, and a lot of people don't believe in that stuff because nothing good has ever happened to them. They've never won something or they've never pushed themselves through a goal and then saw the result from like saying they're going to do something. That's why there's accountability. And that's like why people make jokes like, oh, if you post your relationship on Instagram, it's, it's official. And that's why people post their goals or they post, hey, I'm starting this or I'm doing that. But I find too in my coaching that some of my clients were like, I don't want to post anything or say anything until I've like started it and done it. And I'm like, why? <laughs> who are you worried about? Like the people are going to call you out and be like, Hey, guess what? Like you said you were going to do this last week and I haven't seen you do it. Like <laughs> they say that like, and to share something private, my partner was like that for a while. You know, we used to talk about goals and sharing dreams and, you know, he would tell me he wanted to do X, Y, and Z. And, you know, I would ask him a few weeks, Hey, did you ever start that? Or did you ever look into that? Or are you doing what you said you're going to do? And um, we slowly stopped talking to each other about those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And I asked him one time and said, you know, we wrote down a list of goals X amount of time ago. And, um, do you ever like, look at that stuff? And he goes, well, honestly, I stopped telling you what my goals were because I, you always made me feel bad because you would ask me about them. And I was like, what? I'm like, you know, people pay me to like ask them about that. I was like, but, but you get offended and triggered when I ask you if you've worked on your goals or if I could support you anyway, because you haven't done them. So it makes you feel bad. And like you said earlier, like when you see something in somebody else, like he was probably frustrated because I was putting things out there and accomplishing goals, even if they're little small ones, like I was doing it. And I know inadvertently, like just by doing it encouraged him to start doing because he came to me a few weeks ago and he didn't apologize for saying that, but he was like, Hey, remember that list that you had me write out? We went to Hawaii like a year ago oh, yes. and he just turned 40 and he wrote down like 10 things. I wrote like, how much money do you want to have in the bank? Like, where do you want to be in your career? Like, what goals do you want? And he goes, where's that piece of paper at? And I was like, I'm not sure. He's like, I'm pretty sure I like doubled every one of those goals that was on that list, by the way. And just like walked away, like, oh my God. kind of like. Don't worry about me. I'm over here doing what, like I said, I was going to do. And I was like, we all have to do things in our own like way. And so more of like an introvert when it comes like that, but really, I mean, he's a massive extrovert, but when it came to his goals, he, he knew what he needed and he knew what he wanted to do. Um, and he has mentors in his life that he talks to and like, it's, this is home life. I got my kid here. Um, no, go. Okay. This is real life. I'm at home. It's during quarantine. We're recording a podcast on Zoom. And, you know, my kid's here because I'm a third grade teacher now. Kill me. Yeah. Okay. Right so, 
But it, it's crazy because I think sometimes when you think you're not making an impact, like when you're an early stage coach, like putting yourself out there, giving all this value, all this content for anybody who's interested in becoming, you know, someone of value that brings any kind of change. That's like, if you're a coach or a teacher and you're wanting to like help somebody else, it's often going to fall on deaf ears when you're a- around the people closest to you. Like mm. I've gotten the least amount of su- what I call support from them thinking, like you said, oh, you're doing something else now. Oh, you're trying something else now. Basically mm-hmm. like stay in your lane, like you opened a salon and like you're a hairdresser, like that's just what you should do. Just stay mm-hmm. in that. Like, why are you doing all these other things? And I'm like, you either have that kind of drive in you where you want to like be doing all the big things. I think a lot of people do, but they just convince themselves otherwise that they don't have it in them. They're not smart enough. They're not pretty enough. They're not educated enough. They don't have the money to do it. They have the imposter syndrome of who am I to teach something. That's a huge one that we have to come up with all the time. So let's talk about that because you are really good at helping people find their blocks, kind of dig a little where they come from and then push through them to create them taking action and getting change in their life. So can you talk to us a little bit about, say someone's listening right now and they're struggling with some kind of block or something. How do they tap into that and figure out that that is maybe what is causing them so much pain in their life and they can't move forward. Yeah. I mean, gosh, there's just so many amazing things that you just said. I just wanted, I wanted to go back on like uh, how you said like your success can make other people uncomfortable. That is why I joined the mastermind is because I didn't have anybody who really one understood what I was going through. And so when I joined, I, you know how you get the microphone, I was like, I'm just so grateful. <laughs> that was such a huge thing for me because there's a lot of people, they really just don't understand the mental struggle of putting, you know, putting your goals on paper and all of that thing. And like, um, so when I ended the, the, the mastermind, I got again, so emotional because I hit my goals. And that was something that just made myself so proud. And I was grateful that I had the people that held me accountable for the things that I said I was going to do. Um, it took a lot of pressure off of my sister because she was kind of like the situation where you're with your husband, what you said. It's like my goals can like seem like I'm always talking about these things that she doesn't understand. And so it took a lot of stress off of her trying to be that person, like my best friend and my sister and my support. And, you know, I found that somewhere else. So that's really important. Um, and I always tell people, um, if you don't have the money to invest in yourself, that is why you need to invest. Say that that one more time. If you do not have the money, that is why you should find it because you're just going to continue to always be in a place where you don't have enough to do the things that you want to do. And so like going to, into like the money blocks and all of the things that I've learned is pretty much just taking action on the things that you want to do and never, ever, ever let money be the reason why you do or don't do something. So um, kind of speaking more on like an energetic level, like a lot of people will hear stuff like this and they're like, oh my gosh, you just think that you can just see it and it'll happen and blah, blah, blah. There is so much science to this, especially with like law of attraction and frequencies. It's like, um, because when you're making that decision uh, out of fear, because you don't feel like you have enough money, that's why you keep picking up the extra shift or like scarcity, 
or guilt, like, oh yeah, I can do it. You know, I mean, you know, there's no reason why I can't. It's like, you're just going to keep attracting more things like that, especially with money. So when you're getting clear on your money blocks, it's really just getting super clear on the things that you would be doing if you were already where you want to be. And I always, always tell people like investing in yourself is probably the, the number one thing that's going to help you expedite your finances because more on a practical level, you're getting around people who can actually teach you what they've done to, you know, get where they want to be, what are the struggles that they had to go through. And now, now they can just tell you easily, oh, just do this instead or uh, recommend this. And on like also like connecting with people who are experts in the things that you're not, right? Because uh, juggling everything, like again, me working all of those jobs, even in the beauty industry, there's so many people who are like, you know, we get so caught up in doing so many things. And Chris talks about it all the time, scattered focus equals scattered results. And it's all about just getting here on the things that you truly, truly want to do and invest your time into. And knowing that, Money can come to you whether you are working really hard or not. So um, I'll, I can walk you through an exercise if you're down yeah, for it. Definitely. But if you guys are watching this or listening to this right now, like literally take exercise to the very exact second of where you're at right now. So the question is, if you had $1 million in your bank account right now, whatever time it is, I think it's like 2.42 where we're at, like, you know, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. We're still, you know, you're still teaching your, your son school. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you do today? Do you want me to answer that? Or are we asking people to do yeah. that at home? I'm asking you. Oh, okay. What would I do? Ooh. Um... I would invest in Chris's um, high-level mastermind. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I would... It's a great question. What, what would you buy for yourself? Like, let's say today. I know you're going to do yeah. I don't really need anything. I, I, I Stuff, this pandemic has shown me I don't need any things. Um, I would hire my son a full-time tutor for school and that would allow me to spend more time on my coaching business that I love. So, um, time freedom. So getting support for him. So I wouldn't feel so guilty. Um, I suppose, I, I suppose a car, maybe probably a house, but those are investments that I don't feel are things I need, but investment property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Diego is, is Cause that would make me money. So I would invest my money to make me more money. Yes. Spend money to make money. Yeah. Cool. Like, okay, I'll break down why I asked this question, this question, um, because it just helps you think from an abundant mindset and uh, just gets you out of the mindset of where you're at right now. Like again, a million dollars is an abundant amount of money, right? And first things first, like you wouldn't just like hop off this podcast episode and be like, oh, I got a million dollars. I don't have to do this anymore. (laughs) That's why I really identify things like this, the things that light you up as the number one um, things that you should invest the most of your time in, like, because you're okay with not, there's no like, you know, you know, profit, like 
you're not worried about how much money you are making. Like these are the things that are going to light you up. And when you're taking action out of those things, that's how you attract more money because you're out of that frequency that's higher. And a lot of people think that you going out there and doing whatever it is you want to do is just like so woo or it's so like, you know, out of the park, but it's like, that's how the money flows faster because when you're doing things you don't want to do, like working at an office job that you hate, then you're actually repelling money from coming to your life. If like, if I'm working at a job and I say, I want to do makeup full time, me staying at that office job just tells me that I don't believe that I would make money full time doing what I love. So that's like the huge thing, um, investing into yourself. That is so, so, so huge. And that's a question that I asked myself before I joined the mastermind. If I had the money, would I do it? And the answer was yes. So it's literally so simple. Like everybody knows exactly what they would be doing. So, and the, the second part of this is the money doesn't change anything, right? Let's say you have the million dollars and it's like, um, like, what? oh, you want to invest in like make more money, right? Like, oh, I would invest in, I would save and all that kind of stuff. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't know anything about investing. Um, uh, I don't know how to buy a house. You know, all of these things people would say like, oh, I'd buy my mom a house. It's like, does your mom even appreciate when you like send her $20? Because what do you think will be different if you buy her a whole house, you know? And it's just about getting clear on the things that like, let's say you are like, you are buying the house or whatever. It's like, what kind of house? Where would it be? How much would it be? Like what area? Like there's so many other things that go into that rather than just having the money. And once you get focused and clear on those things first, that's when the money will show up. And when you take action on things, all the things that you would do with the million dollars, and you do it without the million dollars, that is when things will start manifesting when it comes to money. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's a great exercise. It's so simple and easy. And I think once you do it for yourself, it's an easy one you can share with your friends. Um, I love that our story is so similar with wanting to join the mastermind. I don't know if I told you that, like I literally was struggling, like I'll be 40 in February. So I've, I've been an adult for a really long time. I have an almost nine-year-old I've been in the industry for 20 years and I still was at a point. I didn't own my salon before I started the mastermind. I didn't have the beauty inspires beauty brand. I didn't have this podcast. I didn't have a coaching business. I wasn't manifesting jobs that I wanted, um, mm -hmm. taking jobs that were coming to me that paid really well, but they weren't what I wanted to do. So I'd always thought, Oh, I just want a couple personal clients that I can work on. Well, the money was great. And I have a great manifesting story about moving into an apartment and this lady hiring me was the exact amount I needed. So I remember that so hard. It was like the exact, I needed the first month's rent and the deposit. And that's exactly what I made going to work for her this one weekend. So crazy. Yeah. So I feel like, uh, when Chris started to, and he was talking about the elite level mastermind first for probably a few months before he announced the fast foundations one. And he called us something that resonated with me so hard. He called us accidental entrepreneurs. And I was like, oh, that's everybody in the beauty industry. And I have a health and fitness background too. So I was like, that's personal trainers and massage therapists. Anybody who does make, like all of us who do independent services, like we're accidental entrepreneurs. And what that meant to me was 
we went to beauty school, we went to makeup school, we went to massage school or acupuncture, whatever, to do that service. You didn't walk away with a business and marketing degree to go along with it. Like I cut hair when I left beauty school, let alone know how to do a profit and loss or, 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 you know, anything when it came to taxes or any of that. I was 19 years old. So looking back 10, 15 years, however long it was later that I did, I ended up doing the mastermind with him. That's how I knew too. It was a hell yes for me. Like the qualifications he needed for us to go into the mastermind was having this other business online that could scale. That's what the premise was the first round. And he's kind of changed since then, but it was like, your business had to be doing $50,000. And if you jumped in the mastermind, they would help you scale it, grow it, 10 exit, blah, blah, blah. And I remember I texted him and Lori separately. And I said, uh, if you guys don't know who we're talking about, we were talking about Chris and Lori Harder, who are our mentors who run the Fast Foundations Mastermind that both Anita and I were a part of. So if you are just tuning in and wondering what the hell we're talking about, that is what we're talking about. We share that common. We both went through that program at separate times and found each other through there. So there's your little quick catch up if I didn't say all that. But I messaged them both and I said, hey, I, I make that money over here, but I don't make it in the new business. What do you say to somebody like me? I don't want to come into the mastermind with being the squeaky wheel, the girl who doesn't have an idea. I don't really know any of the stuff that you're going to share. I don't know if I can even apply it to myself because I, I won't even know really what you're talking about. I already knew that. And, you know, he basically was like, I can't tell you what to do. Obviously, I want you to be a part of the group. But my suggestion is to get in the room with these 49 other people that we are attracting in that want the same thing for their business and let them help you create ideas and come up with a, a plan and a, a way to do it. I guarantee at the end of these five months, you'll have answers to all the questions you need. And in my head, I was like, Oh, I get to meet 49 new friends who are going to be and wanting to do the same thing I'm doing. So literally I was like, if I come out with five new friends and a team of people that I can reach out to, that is worth the $8,000 I'm in. And mm-hmm. I remember like you, I got emotional when I, I mean, I was like crying up here when it came time for me to share because I literally wanted to, like, I don't think I quite said this, but I literally wanted to be like, I've never had friends like this before. Like it was, so <laughs> but I also was very like, it like all came up that I've always put my head down and done what I was supposed to do and stayed in the lane and just did hair and like could never be bigger than because I didn't want to make other people feel less than like if I went on to become this successful, whatever I would be leaving people behind. And like, I would hurt their feelings and mm. they would think I would, thought I was better than them. I like, I dealt with all of that. And I'd been doing the personal development for five or six years when I found Lori through like the bliss projects and stuff like that. But I still had so much, um, imposter syndrome that I had to work through that I had something to offer that what I knew could help other people and investing in that in myself. I just, once I've said yes, like I had this, like this little angel was like, ah, like, and then from that point forward, like I was probably the slowest one in the group, um, to get anything going. But through that, like all of these things have happened or I've created because I visualized them. I put them out into the world. I knew what they were going to look like. And they each took so much time, but everything's been, everything's paid me back tenfold. When you mm-hmm. say things like showing up energetically, doing the things you love, like this podcast, I've actually been told several times by coaches, people that I paid to not do a podcast. I've been told by people that have mediocre podcasts, no offense, 
that it's so much work. You have to show up so consistently. It's, it's, it's there's not a huge return on investment. And I was like, again, doing the podcast for me selfishly is a way for me to get to have great conversations with epic humans like you. And I know you feel the same way about, that's why you started your podcast. Yeah. Yes, help other people. But we also, this is for us to be able to like creatively thrive and have these conversations. And um, you guys getting to listen is just kind of like the side extra. Like, <laughs> like this is all for me because I needed to bring this kind of like good shit into my life and surround myself with big people. Producing this podcast through video is costing me a small fortune every month. It's been a giant investment in doing this. And I knew from the beginning, if I said, said yes to doing like video style, normally we do in person, that I was going to have to keep that up for a while. That was like saying yes to like a while. It wasn't yes to like a month. And I've also recently hired a COO for my company and I'm working on getting the Beauty Inspires Beauty trademarked. And like all of these things have cost huge chunks of money and are me investing in who I'm going to be in the future. So like, I'm already starting to show up as her like a year later and 10 years later. And what do I want my life to look like then? What kind of house do I want to be living in? What kind of car am I going to be driving? Like all the things you just said, that exercise is brilliant for that. And you're doing the same thing. So it's like, this is exactly what you teach. You teach about manifesting this. And if, if this is something that people want to dive into more, where can they find you? How can they access you? I know you just started your mastermind. That's going amazing right now. Um, so you guys missed the boat on the first one, but depending on when you listen to this, she may be opening up season for the next mastermind. Can you tell us what and who the mastermind is for? Yeah. So I actually started it. Uh, again, I started the podcast. Like, well, exactly what you're saying. I started the podcast because I was having these amazing conversations like with other artists, because that, that's the number one way to build your, um, I truly believe that's the number one way to build your network and your clientele is just knowing everybody in the industry. It's so small. And when you break down that wall of competition and start collaborating with people, um, you know, who are in the same industry with you, it will help so much because you're learning from what, what works for them, right? What did they do? What did they like learn all this stuff. So that's why I had the podcast and learning about other people's launches and like just the things that they have done. Um, so I created the mastermind. That was like my goal when I started, went into the, the, the fast foundations, I wanted to um, kind of elevate what I was already doing. I had networking events where I was like meetups, you know, with, for makeup artists and all this kind of stuff. And then when they actually started happening, I was like, oh, well, I'm like teaching them all this stuff. And people are asking me, well, how do you get clients? And how do you do this? And blah, blah, blah. And so like when I went to the mastermind, that was what came up for me is like creating this for the beauty industry. Oh my gosh. I'm like one putting all the information all in one place of kind of every single thing when it comes to running a business, the mindset, knowing about the money and knowing what your your blocks are, like what are the things that you're actually like going to be focusing on and the big vision and getting super clear on that. And then taking action and, you know, working with the ideal client or, you know, opening up your own studio. And I just don't believe that every like makeup artist goes into doing makeup and said, Oh, I just want to do, you know, I just want to work for people, you know, the whole entire career. Like there's something bigger, right. 
it's like usually opening up your own studio, having your own product launch and all of these things. And originally it was supposed to be something that was a live event, which is still manifesting. And I visualize all the time, but it, um, I brought it to the virtual world because I knew that there are people who were just reaching out to me all the time from the podcast and the things that I was like teaching on there. And we were mentioning, and I wanted to put it all in one place. So I created my own mastermind where it's like a four week consolidated course where we go over every single thing mindset, why it's so important to be super clear on what it is that you want and stay positive and stuff like that. People can think it's like, oh, you're just so happy all the time. I definitely feel my emotions, but it's really important to understand why it's important to be at that high vibe state. We go over money mindset. We go over everything, business strategy, making money work for you, working with products, getting stuff sponsored. And then the last week we go over everything marketing because there's so many people who are doing awesome things in the beauty industry. And I'm like, holy crap, you don't even like, they don't know the first thing, like you said about marketing. And so I want to point out the fact that I've only been doing makeup for two years and leading by example is so powerful, right? Because again, like people can maybe know the things that I'm teaching about and all of this stuff, but it's like, then why aren't you teaching it? There needs to be so many more people teaching what they know. And so me having to face that imposter syndrome was pretty much why I joined the mastermind is because like, who am I to teach this? Who am I to start a podcast about business if I've only been doing it, you know, this long. And so it's not always about like, you know, the things that you know, it's like, who do you know, that's an expert in something that you're not. So I'm not going to sit here and teach everybody about like the taxes and the contracts and other stuff. If I'm not an expert in it, right? Like I have it for my business, but it's like, bring on the people who are. And when you're collaborating with people like that, that's the number one thing that I got from the mastermind is that my network is my net worth now. Like I am having conversations with people who are making 100K a month in their business and they're collaborating with me. That's money, right? And so using that is so powerful. So I'm bringing on people who have taught me every single thing that I know to the virtual calls and working with people one-on-one. But the main thing that I'm pushing right now since I'm so booked up with the mastermind is just doing clarity calls, like a one hour session where we're just getting super clear. Like, what is it that you really want to do? What is the next step for you? And what is holding you back? Because nine times out of 10, it's either what you're saying or what you're doing, because the things that you are doing, if you're saying one thing and you're, you're acting and you're doing something else, like you're, you're doing all the emails when you said you really want to have your own business, do you know what these little things are what's sabotaging our success? And once you can get clear on what they are, the second that you get clear is when things start to shift. Yes. And when you start to take action on the things that you would already be doing, that comes in. I love that. Such, such great advice. So many takeaways. If you guys love this podcast as much as I have, we're definitely going to come back and do a part two. Let's maybe after you're done with your masterminds, you have a little bit more clarity on running your first one. I think um, you guys should all jump on the clarity call opportunity right now because whenever this podcast comes out, I'm sure she will fill up. There's only so many hours in the day. Um, 
I love talking to you. It's always so fun to like, this, this is what collaboration kind of looks like too. You don't always have to like share clients and it's not about like us doing makeup somewhere together. That's not always what we, what we mean when we talk about collaborating. Collaborating could be her and I sitting down having a conversation about what works for each of us. That's also collaboration. Um, us brainstorming ideas or, Hey girl, this worked for me, or I have a question about this. Like She's so open to like help you guys do whatever she's done it for me. And I know she's willing to do it for any of you. Um, when you guys show up big for yourselves, it's people like us who want to see you shine and like, we'll give you everything that we have um, because we're so, so passionate about what we do. So thank you so much for your time, Anita. This has been amazing. We, like I said, are definitely doing a part two. We come back around. I think we should do like almost like quarterly podcasts so we can just share. You guys can know like our journey and we'll share you know, our wins and, you know, our learning lessons along the way. I never like to call them losses because y'all got to take a couple of the chin as we go. And it's just like, how quick can you bounce back up and be like, yep, that didn't work out. What's next? Um, so you, you bring a lot of light and energy into my life. I love following you. She's always got great stories to share on Instagram. So make sure you guys follow her over there. Her Instagram is the makeup mentor podcast. And, um, it's Anita May. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me and thank you for being an example for so many people to really go out there and do whatever it is that you want to do because so many people are inspired by what you do, not what you say. So you going out there and be that example, like I just can't commend you enough. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Hell yeah. And she's repping her Beauty Inspires Beauty shirt. I know. And oh, side note, I made us into a cartoon and I'll have to put it off to somehow put that on here because I it's on the back of my Oh, it's a sticker. Hold on. Hold on, guys. Sorry. This is like podcast life. Oh, is it a real sticker? It's on the back of my phone. This lady made us, she made us into a sticker podcast. So I'll post that when this, when this podcast goes live because Anita did a shoot where she was wearing one of my sweatshirts and um, I took her and myself and another little model and made us into a, you know, well, like a squad. Yeah, enough to go around. So never be afraid to ask questions. Never be afraid to reach out to people doing things that you want to be doing because the answer is always no if you don't ask. And mm-hmm. uh, make a decision to invest in yourself because it's so so worth it. So if you love this podcast as much as we have, please tag us, share your takeaways and what you loved about it, and share it with your friends. We would be so appreciative. And make sure to tune into her Makeup Mentor podcast. She has her own podcast as well. And um, 